Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. I'm Tommy D, sports director here at the Tennessean, and you are... Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt beat reporter with the Tennessean, actually. Yes, you are, and we're breaking down the scores while we break down the doors. That's Commodores, as in Vanderbilt. It rhymes. That's good. It does. I made that up all by myself. Like um, a month ago, right? Yeah, exactly. And I keep <laughs> repeating because I'm just so pleased with myself. And and what we do every week on this edition of Breaking Down the Doors during football season is we pick every SEC game against the line, as you find on betmgm.com. And if you find a line here that uh, is different than the one you're hearing when we record this, these are the lines as of late Tuesday afternoon. They could change. So if there's a different line, now you know why that is. And we also pick a pick a, a game of the week. Not with us today is Gentry Estes. So we're going to make a little fun of Gentry, maybe. I went three and four last week, and I am 45, 38, and two against the line this season. You went four and three, and you're 41, 42, and two below 500. And uh, Gentry went three and four, and he is twenty three and twenty three. So, got kind of an interesting competition here um, because you and him are neck and neck, and you're not far behind me. You're six and three on your pick of the week selections. We also each pick a game. Like if you were going to bet on any game, this is the one you bet on. So it can be an SEC game, but tends not to be. I'm six and three, and Gentry is a woeful two and four, which is why he won't show his face around here anymore. Ugh. By the way, this was, I think, the hardest week we've had. I've changed at least four of my picks two or three times. I want to pay attention because I I printed these out, and if you've changed them, I have to keep up with that. Yeah, I I think what you have there is my current ones, but but we'll see. We're not going to start with Vanderbilt at Florida. We're going to circle back to that because this is the Breaking Down the Doors cast. So now you can change it again if you would like. Okay. We're going to start with Western Carolina, Western Carolina, Western anything at Arkansas is probably a battle for Arkansas, but Western Kentucky from Bowling Green is going to Little Rock, or is it in Fayetteville? I want to say this game's in Little Rock, but I haven't seen. Regardless, they're going to Arkansas, and Arkansas is a two and a half point favorite. And I'm going with Arkansas, but I'm not. Uh, that's not a high confidence pick. Yeah, I can re- repeat what you just said as my thoughts. I, Arkansas, Chad Morris is not going to last there much longer. I think this is the, let's see if we can put up some points one time to show that my offense actually works. And I think they get enough offense to win this one. But yeah, I'm also not very confident of it. And Gentry Estes has picked Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky has been a respectable program over the years. It's not this year quite what it's been in some others in the past. There might be years where I would pick Western Kentucky against this particular Arkansas team, but I'm beginning to wonder if Arkansas can ever turn it around, but I'm still picking them to win by two and a half, by three or more, I guess. That's an interesting job when it comes open, by the way. Yes, it is. And that could be sooner rather than later. Biggest game on the board, biggest game in the nation, LSU at Alabama. Alabama, a five and a half point favorite at home in Tuscaloosa at Bryant-Denny Stadium against the LSU Tigers. 
The President of the United States of America will be in attendance, as well about 100,000. Nick Saban? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Then And everyone will stand when they play the national anthem, which begins, sweet wheels keep on turning. (laughs) Carry on (laughs) me home to see my friends. Well, they all stand and salute when they play Sweet Home Alabama there, except for the people wearing purple. It's a 2.30 CBS game. Uh, the, the LSU fans will start drinking about 2.30 the day before so they can get greased up and primed and ready for it. I'm looking forward to seeing it myself. And some people back in Tuscaloosa from whence I came to this job will be not happy to see that I am taking LSU to at least cover, but I think they're going to win outright. Ooh. I don't think Alabama's defense is that good, and I think LSU's offense is really good. And we don't know how, you know, Tua was not the same player after he got hurt last year. I think they really need to be able to run the ball and control the tempo and keep it a lower scoring game. And, and it might be that kind of kind of game plan, but I don't think they're built to do that anymore. I'm going to borrow a, a phrase uh, that Gentry actually used the other day when uh, we were in South Carolina, Vandy game. We were talking about different SEC programs, and he said new money and old money. Alabama is old money, and I'm going to go with old money because there's a lot of intangibles. They want to think eight straight in the series. Now, they've been better. Alabama's been better, and LSU obviously has been worse in those eight games because they have a really good offense right now. And Joe Burrow right now I think should be the Heisman front runner. But all the LSU, LSU has the better resume too right now. Yes, they, they do. better teams. Um, Alabama hasn't played teams to get a better resume though so uh, all the intangibles of why alabama usually wins this game i think come through in this one i I think alabama's going to win and i think they're going to cover barely yeah and if it was in baton rouge i might go with alabama because lsu seems not to be able to score touchdowns against alabama i think it's been a while yeah um yeah that that that's they finally got an offense is the thing that makes them interesting this year their defense lsu's is not what it's been either so everything about this says shootout. So I'm thinking it's going to be a little lower scoring than than most people think, probably in the 20s both ways. And and I am taking LSU, as is Gentry Estes. have not discussed with him if he thinks they're going to win outright. I think he doesn't, but he thinks they'll cover. And the game we've all been waiting for, New Mexico State hmm. at Ole Miss in Oxford. And, oh, boy, I hate this. Ole Miss is given 28 and a half points. And that half point just eats at me, that, that hanging chad, that that hook. But I'm still taking Ole Miss to cover because I think they're going to win by like 40. Yeah, Matt Luke needs a 56 to 17 game. Right. And this that's what he gets in this one. This is a this say make everybody feel good. Hey, we're still in bowl contention. They still have LSU on the schedule, so they're not going to get to a bowl. But that that's, that's this type of game. So they're going to cover. Yeah, you got that in the Egg Bowl. Um, that's their bowl. Yes. So and Gentry Estes agrees with us, uh, which means you probably should bet the other way. The way things have gone, a very intriguing and interesting game. Missouri at Georgia. Georgia's a seventeen and point seventeen point favorite. Missouri looked good for a while. They lost to Wyoming, then they're like, oh, they're terrible. Then they look good for a while, and oh, they're really good. Then they lost to Vanderbilt, and they haven't really gotten back on track. I am taking Georgia. I am giving all seventeen, even though I really think Georgia's struggling on offense. Uh, Missouri is falling fast. Georgia, I think, is back on the rise. I think they got enough of their swagger back from uh, from the win last week. 
And I think they see a path to the playoff. Now, I don't think they're going to get there, but I think they see a path now. And so I think I th- they're also thinking, you know, they need to impress some voters and that yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Not voters, but people in that, that room. They need to get people's attention. Yeah. Georgia covers, I think, by quite a bit in this one. Gentry Estes disagrees. He takes the Missouri Tigers. And part of my thinking is Missouri's looked worse on the road. And uh, that's that figures into this. Very interesting game. Appalachian State at South Carolina. South Carolina's a three-and-a-half-point pick, and if you haven't been paying attention, Appalachian State's pretty pretty salty. They had the loss, was it two weeks ago? That was their only loss. Yeah. They've been in the top Georgia 25 this year. Southern, I think they lost to. Been in the top 25. Yep. Got some talent. Uh, on my sheet over here, I picked Appy. Did I pick Appy on yours? I you ch- did. Okay, good. I've ch- I changed it a couple of times, and then I remember back to the fact that if Vandy had a healthy Riley Neal for that full game, they may have beaten South Carolina because mm-hmm. South Carolina looked very subpar. Yeah. And Appy, I think, is going to come in there and say, this is our signature win right here. So I, I'm, I'm picking Appy. I think they win outright. I think they're going to at least cover. I, I've also got them. And, um, you know, I, I'm not a regionalist, or I would suggest that people who live in the Appalachian area can't spell Appalachian. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't I would say that. I would never say that no. because it's just not right. And so I, well, I'm not saying that. I think they all can spell it. <laughs> but I'm taking them. I'm taking the three and a half. And Gentry Estes is giving the three and a half and taking South Carolina. So we move along to Tennessee at Kentucky in a game that really has some who's going to the postseason kind of ramifications. Kentucky's a two and a half point favorite at home at Kroger Field or Commonwealth Stadium. Maybe it's Kroger Field at Commonwealth Stadium. I think it's just Kroger Field now. You know, now basketball's really started, so will they show up? No. I think you know the key there has always been if you bring out the basketball team and introduce them at the, at the end of each quarter, so they come out and do the little presidential wave, and then everybody goes, "Yeah, I gotta go to the ba- football game so I can see those basketball guys." Yeah, all the all the when I went to Rupp uh, was it last year, whatever, I would see people outside of Rupp two hours before tip off and say, "Why are they out there this early?" I said, "Well, they're waiting for the team to come in." It's like, yeah, but why don't they just? Go in and get their seats. They said, "Oh no, they don't have seats. They they're don't have tickets. The team they they they're on a, they're on the waiting list for tickets. So they just this is their chance to see the players in live on their iPhones and and all that. So okay, sure, okay, yeah. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that's it, if they'll come. Uh, I flip flopped on this one a good three or four times, uh, and then finally in her pick in the Knoxville News Sentinel, our sister paper, um, I picked Kentucky to win by a field goal. So I'm going to take Kentucky here. They are four and one at home. Their only loss was a close win to Florida. So I think they're. if this is in Knoxville, I would pick UT by 10. It's in Kentucky. I think the Wildcats win. I wasn't a believer for a while, but I think Tennessee really has turned it around. I don't think they're like a great football team, but they're a dramatically improved football team for the, what they were in September. And I think they're going to pull a, win this one um, straight up. I'll, I'll take the two and a half points, but I think Tennessee's going balling. Yes, they are. Maybe big. Go bowling here. I'd like to see that. Well, well, I'd like to see him Liberty Bowl. Well, I'd like to see him against Memphis. I was like, yes, if Memphis isn't in the the you know Cotton Bowl, which they have good chance to go to. Memphis would love to play Tennessee. Memphis always loves to play Tennessee. Yeah, because that's the the we're better than you, and we told we've been telling you all these years we're better than exactly, and and you better keep your basketball team away from us too. I'll sink penny on you. So Gentry Estes, uh, like me, uh, likes the direction Tennessee is going. So he has taken those Vols. 
So before we get to our picks of the week, we're going to circle back to Vanderbilt at Florida. Florida's given 25 and a half points, which is a, a handful and a mouthful. Florida's got a good defense. Florida's got a pretty decent offense at times. They've been a little uneven, and Vanderbilt's just looks like the wheels are. I'm not just. I mean, I'm not saying anybody's quit. I don't think that's the case. But you know, this wagon ain't rolling real smoothly now. I had Vandy picked on this initially. I changed to Florida because Vandy has lost two quarterbacks, Mo Hassan and Riley Neal. And they have Deuce Wallace and maybe Alan Walters, who's never played a game, going into the swamp. I think that's a pretty tough situation for those quarterbacks to go into. Deuce Wallace threw two picks the other day. Did not look good at all in the offense. Florida's defense is fifth in the country in interceptions. Florida gets turnovers. I think Vandy doesn't move the ball. And at 25 and a half, I think is what it's at right now. Correct. Yeah, I'll I'll take Florida uh, with those points. I don't... Uh, now, I reserved the right to change that if because the quarterbacks, that, that line moves. But right now, I'm going to take well, Florida. Well, we're picking them against this line, so the, we don't okay. change the – I mean, this is it. Okay, then I'm taking Florida. And I looked at it literally on my phone before this started to make sure it hadn't moved. They hadn't heard this podcast yet. If they had, <laughs> they, you might have persuaded them and bumped that line a little bit. I'm taking Vanderbilt. I have no real reason to believe, except I don't think right now Florida's coming – gonna be up and and you know chomping at the bit they'll, they'll be wearing their jorts but they'll only do it because that's what you do i don't think they're going to come out steamed and fired up and poised and you know we're going to show the world and vandy has played well there in the past yeah i'm not vandy ain't gonna win this game but i can see vandy somehow staying within 24 points or so and that's really what that's based on yeah and gentry estes also took the gators so now we're down to our picks of the week, and you know you just look at every game out there and say, what game do you like the best? And we'll start with Gentry Estes. Gentry Estes, I like his pick, is given nine and a half points. He's got Florida Atlantic, which I used to call Florida Pathetic, at Florida International, which I still call Florida Intramural. And he's given those nine and a half, and I think that's probably, you know, Florida Atlantic seems to have it rolling right now. Um, they got it going, so that's his pick of the week. Let me let me hear about yours. Uh, Ohio State is a 42-and-a-half-point favorite. They should have been 92 and a, and a quarter. <laughs> At home against Maryland. Um, I actually initially picked this one to go Maryland because I thought that's a lot of points. But Ohio State is coming off a bye. Maryland's been blown out a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's got the offense going, and the college football playoff rankings are about to come out as we record this. Yes, I think Ohio State's going to look at that and say, we need to keep keep our pace here. Well, one thing they got to look at, and I don't know how much beating Maryland by 158 points matters or doesn't matter to the committee, there's not a lot left on their schedule that that helps them. Um, you know, when they get it, presuming they get to their championship game on the other side of it, I guess there's a couple of games before them, but you're going to get a watered down, not as good as we thought Wisconsin or who else is on that side that Iowa? They beat Wisconsin already. Okay, yeah, that was that's a, right. Thirty-eight right. seven. Yeah, but they could play them again in the championship game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing on that side that's going to help. Yeah, so you the see. way that they sway the committee is, look, we blow out everybody. Yeah, and 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 going into that championship game, we're so strong that it doesn't matter that we're not playing a really good team. Yeah, so I think Ohio State covers Minnesota's the on that side, and that could help them if they if they manage to keep going. I'm trying to think if uh, yeah yeah 
they've already played Minnesota regular season. Minnesota's that, undefeated. They don't play them until the No, no, no. I'm right. thinking of, that's right. I'm thinking of Maryland played because I looked oh. at both of these two teams. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ohio State. I'm thinking, Ohio State I'm wins this Minnesota one by that. Minnesota over Maryland this week. Is that that's your pick of the week? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm picking it, but the score is retroactive. So I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> but no, you've got Ohio State. You're giving all 42 and a half. Sure. Uh, to a visiting Maryland team, that's probably good money. Um, I'm, maybe mine's an adventure pick. I like Louisville getting five and a half points at Miami, which is playing a little better, has a good defense, but Louisville's not bad. They've they've kind of improved, I think, over the course of this season. I really like their coach, and I, I think I don't know if they're going to win it, but I think they're going to be within that five and a half span of Miami. So that's my pick of the week. Now I want to clarify: I picked Ohio. Now who State. wins when a bird? A cardinal against a hurricane. You know, can it stay up high enough? No, a hurricane kills a yeah. bird. Dang. I picked Ohio State. That's what you have on your. That's, that's what I. Have. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we got that. I right. want to change it. I'm picking them up. But have you picking Maryland? I went fifty-six to seven. <laughs> well, that is it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com. If you hadn't already, follow Adam's great coverage of the Vanderbilt Commodores and all sports. And uh, remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can drop us a review and a rating while you're at it if you like what you hear or even if you don't. For Adam Sparks, I'm Tommy Dees. And for Gentry Estes, who's not here, I'm still Tommy Dees. And we'll be back doing this again next week.